Congress has sent President Trump a space weather bill. It's meant to improve the nation's ability to predict and forecast solar events that could disrupt communications and power systems on Earth. Lisa Upton is a solar physicist. She co-chairs the Solar Cycle 25 prediction panel. She says the sun is about to enter a new cycle of increased activity. The sun is very dynamic. There's a constant stream of particles coming off of the sun. Uh, this is known as the solar wind. There's also ma these massive storms that are much larger as Earth, known as coronal mass ejections, that send plasma, high-energy particles, and magnetic fields out into the solar system. Uh, fluctuations in the solar wind or a CME directed at Earth can cause geomagnetic storms here on Earth. Uh, fortunately, the Earth's uh, magnetic field protects us from the brunt of this damage, but the storms can still cause dis disruptions to power grids, satellites up in orbit, and, and even astronauts in space. So just like we monitor the terrestrial weather so that we can prepare for hurricanes here on Earth, it's vital that we monitor space weather so that we can protect ourselves from the more extreme space weather events. Here on Earth, of course, if there's severe weather threatening, uh, the National Weather Service will issue, say, a severe thunderstorm warning or a tornado warning. Is there any way to predict and warn people about the kind of effects that you've mentioned? Absolutely. Our first line of defense is a weather service, uh, just like we have for terrestrial weather, but for space weather. Uh, this is run by NOAA's uh, Space Weather Prediction Center, and they monitor and make forecasts for space weather, just like they forecast weather here on Earth. Power companies, airlines, and any other organization that might be more directly affected by space weather stay in constant communication with NOAA so that they can be informed and prepare for the day-to-day -day fluctuations in space weather or for these extreme events. Uh, we also have several national agencies, including NASA, NOAA, NSF, FEMA, and many others that are working together uh, on a, uh, a national space weather action plan, which includes a coordinated strategy on how to prepare and mitigate for extreme space weather events. As we look forward to sending astronauts to the moon again uh, with the Artemis program, can you talk about how important forecasting space weather will be for that? Sure. The, uh, the study of solar activity, heliophysics, and, and radiation benefits humans on Earth, but it also benefits the uh, astronauts and, and our uh, assets that are up in space. Uh, space weather is one of the, the main challenges uh, to human spaceflight because we have to make sure that uh, we plan for these space weather events and we protect our astronauts, uh, particularly as you're talking about uh, going, uh, you know, Artemis is planning to send astronauts to the, the, the moon. They have the Gateway program where they'd like to uh, monitor space weather there. And so it's important that we uh, monitor that space weather so that the, these people that are outside of the protection of the Earth's magnetic field uh, can be protected and so that we can also protect these, these very expensive assets that we're sending out in space. What role, if any, does solar activity play in climate change? really much evidence at all. I mean, certainly the, the sun is the, the source of uh, all of the energy that we have here on Earth, but it's really, uh, it doesn't really influence uh, Earth's climate too much. The bigger change to Earth's climate tends to happen from the, the uh, fluctuations and the, the tilt of the Earth's orbit uh, as it uh, moves around the sun. Uh, and this can cause subtle changes uh, that are responsible for you know, these comings and goings of ice ages. Uh, but the warming that we've seen over the last few decades is, is much too rapid to be linked to changes in Earth's orbit and, and too large to be caused by any type of solar activity.